Namaste. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, you're starting it. I made sure you were starting Hi, it. I'm Nadia. And I'm Isaac. <laughs> and this is The Table Podcast. Um. Everybody can take a seat. <laughs> everybody sits down. <laughs> where everybody can eat some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, this is why I was not meant for the intro. This is really more of an Isaac job. <laughs> but I, you did your best, and that's I all did. that matters. I really tried to carry the team today. You did so well. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Anyway, Nadia, it's been actually forever, which I say every single time, but this time it is true. I honestly feel like, is it different than the previous times? <laughs> because, like, I don't know. I feel like we've been out of touch for a while and yeah. I keep thinking so in my mind I'm like oh I'm out of touch right now but this is a transitional period like this is only this is one of those sporadic events this is mm -hmm. not a regular thing but when are we gonna get back to regular because I feel like this has been months um, of transitional yeah. time yeah I think that like what happens is that the world is like yo Isaac and Nadia here's all the things that you have to do Here's all the things that we're going to remind you that you have to do. Mm -hmm. And here's all the times of us reminding you that you and Isaac need to get together and make plans. And the other two correlate with each other. It's like a good, like, parallel line. Yeah, all the And time. then the other line is, like, on the ground. And we can't really see it because it kind of, like, seeped into, like, what the, like, ground looks like. Right, right, right. That line's missing. Gone. That line. We haven't, yeah, we have not. It's weird. If we didn't have this podcast, <laughs> would we ever see each other? Great question. Like, if a tree falls in the forest, does Isaac and Nadia <laughs> get together to record a podcast? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Probably not, because we're never here. You know, deforestation is a big problem. And I it's think true. a lot of trees have fallen, and we haven't, really, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we haven't hung out. And so that's horrible. I hate that. Yeah, it's not good. But I feel like there's just been a lot going on. True. There's been a lot going on. I feel like I... We both just moved. We both just moved. And into very different places than we were before. Yeah. But into yeah. a similar area. <laughs> so <laughs> as each other. <laughs> it's not like we are as close as we used to be. No, I can't walk. But we can definitely I could walk maybe. <laughs> what are you talking about? You could walk, but I got two legs too. I'm just saying I'm not going to walk that of far. Of course. It's pretty far. I mean, it's like a mile away. Are you serious? Yeah. Damn, the Seattle map looks. It's so just the hills. Much larger than oh, you know I don't it's like the hills. hills. It's the hills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about like my running routes, and I was like, I could run to Nadia's house and then just stay you there, just hang out. Yeah. You yeah. that would be the only run you would need. Yeah, I just have to run the hills. <laughs> and then you can just we'd have a water station set up, mm -hmm. which is really just our sink, and. <laughs> But we'd also put snacks out. Yeah. Like, re, you know, recharging snacks. We would greet you with some wine at the door. That just sounds like exactly what I need from after I'm done running. Right. Just coming right up. Just wine. Right. No, we're not going to give you water right away. We're going to give you wine right. first. And then the water will also be available. And then, of course, like, somebody's already parked my car at your house. That would be so nice. We can arrange for that. Yeah, we can make it work. We can make it work. Yeah, so that's kind of a, that's kind of new on our That's new our on radar. Our, yeah. the, the transitions. I think, like... We've been absent from the podcast for sure because of like the moving, the moving and like everything else that's going on in our lives. I had like a huge annual event that I was planning that mm -hmm. I've been planning for about four months. And like <laughs> when I finally like sat down and was like, wow, it's finally over. I like my body went into like anaphylactic shock. It was done. <laughs> I died. <laughs> like, it was just, like You're exhausted. You've only slept like three hours in the past 48 hours. It's time for you to go. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, it that was sounds bad. awful. I didn't see you then. Mm -mm. I've been uh, I've been working a lot. I've been working a lot, and now I'm like working kind of double <laughs> because I was like doing my own business consulting, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I got a job in consulting, which doesn't take away the other clients that I had. So instead of having no jobs. <laughs> I got like two. Which and like, shout out to you for having two jobs. You out here grinding double. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. But also I love my work. So it's not 
it's really not that bad. But I also do like my on my to do list is figuring out how to have a much more balanced schedule. I will have those conversations when the time comes. Yes, we can <laughs> next podcast episode balancing your schedule. Balancing, yes, because mom says I need to sleep more. I need to eat like a regular person, <laughs> and I need to hydrate. And I was like, mom. Where are you getting this information? That's ridiculous. You know that I'm fine. And she was like, didn't you just get shingles? Like, mom likes to throw things in my face. Like, didn't you just ruin your immune system? And were you sleeping or were you Jesus. eating? And I'm just like, you're always in my business. You know, shingles is not a fucking game. It's not. And it's, it's also, not. you got to do a lot to get there. Right. I got there two times. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, shout out to mom for trying to keep me. Anti-shingles. Right. Aren't we all trying to just be anti-shingles? Mm-hmm. That's the goal in life, mm-hmm. truly. Yes. Anyway. And pro-choice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is also the choice. That is, like, that is the choice. That is the it. Choice. It. There period. are no other ways. Like, anyways. Okay. <laughs> Shame- shameless political flag. <laughs> just and. Speaking of, yeah. fun fact, Elizabeth Warren is coming to Seattle. I think we should when? start doing more like, we went to this rally. We got to. We got to do it. So anyway, she's coming <laughs> next Sunday. And I already got us tickets. It's fine. <laughs> Can't wait for our event. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> we'll take photos for our fans. It'll be really cute. I just want to listen to more. I mean, if Cardi B can interview political candidates, then yeah. I can at least try. I think then <laughs> you could care. definitely, you could definitely interview right political candidates because, like you know, she's our role model. Exactly, the <laughs> we'll only goal. Follow in, life. in her footsteps. I think we can do it. Yes, our Lord and Savior, Cardi B. Cardi B. She is getting us together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that. I'm like, she's gonna get us back on track. <laughs> she will. That's how we're gonna like regularly do the podcast yep. episodes. Cardi B. We're gonna listen to Money, and we're gonna yes. just like make it to the like studio right, right, right. and after, clear our schedules after coming from a beautiful you know political debate <laughs> exactly that's <laughs> all we're gonna do for the rest of our lives <sighs> yeah. but for now mm-hmm. we have three segments what yeah tell me about them oh my gosh so the first one is dig in where we talk about the topic of the day which today Ooh. we're talking about what we would tell our 10 year old self like if I was 10 years old? No, like 10 years ago. Oh, so like 10 years younger, Nadia. Yes, that <laughs> hmm, one. That would have been 18-year-old Nadia. Ooh, what? what oh age. my God, mine is 15-year-old Isaac. That's yeah, wild. We're, we have an age gap. God, I feel weird that <laughs> I'm so, I'm like an elder on this <laughs> podcast. I'm over it. I Done. have plenty of wisdom to pass along today. <laughs> <laughs> oh no and then who made the hush puppies yes love Where? me some hush puppies is there salmon in those hush puppies look that changed my life y'all we'll talk about it on who made the hush puppies yes, we to will. be completely honest because that's where we answer any questions that we get from the listeners or something that we make up because nobody sends us questions which you can send us questions at the table podcast at gmail.com or slide into our dms but we're we're not bitter we're not mad we're not mad at all a little salty. <laughs> and then we grab a to-go plate to put mm. on, put the hush puppies on. Just and hush puppies? Yeah, probably some more. What else more. was at that meal? Seems like a pretty light what plate. What else did I eat? Oh, God. We, there was clam chowder. Love me. But the chowder salmon. also had salmon in it. Okay, hold on. I, I just, salmon. we'll talk about it later. Yes. Anyway, the segment is literally us just wrapping things up. So mm-hmm. we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. Oh my god. I just ate. Never mind. <laughs> so Nadia. Yes, I think. Um, so I wanna talk about what we would tell ourselves if we were ten years younger. You said that so slowly. I think I had to process through what I was going to ask <laughs> while I was saying it, and it was just not going well. I feel like I, like as a listener, <laughs> couldn't really keep up. 
because like my brain was like, what is what is he gonna say? What is he gonna say? What is he gonna say <laughs> the whole time? And I like missed what you said. But anyways, you're talking about what you would say to yourself if you were 10 years younger, which yes. would have been 15 year old baby Isaac. 15 year old baby Isaac, who was really not a baby, but was a very different human being. High school Isaac, right? High school Isaac, yes, for sure. High school. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you like in high school? Tell us. Give us oh a little visual so we can picture you talking to your younger self. Okay, so 15-year-old Isaac was probably, mm, I had I was a freshman going to be a sophomore. I was moving from Lacey, Washington, because I used to live in Washington, right. back to Oklahoma. That's weird. So I was moving to more Oklahoma at the time. Uh, I was... Kind of, sort of out because I came out when I was in Washington. Okay. I went back into the closet when I went to Oklahoma because I was terrified. I yeah, I feel like <laughs> that seems like something that <laughs> might be necessary for survival. Just a little bit, just a tad bit. Um, hmm. So I was kind of out, but I wasn't really out. I was moving. I was in a lot of transition, like I am right now, which is mm-hmm. really wild. Um, I yeah, I think that was like about it. I was really into running. Um, cause track was like my goal in life. Uh, school was like a back burner thing, but I still had straight A's. Wow. Uh, smarty pants. Yeah. It was like, school was really easy when I was up here. When I got mm-hmm. back down there, there was too many, um, other things I could get myself involved with. Yeah. Cause back here I'd be like going outside and riding my bike through parks and going to different houses and playing video games and like playing the piano and doing like all these really constructive things that I now realize when I moved to Oklahoma, went out the window and I started drinking. <laughs> Oh dang! Interesting. Yeah, because everybody think else it was drank. The environment, mm-hmm. but also the age difference. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors that play. Yeah, there's a lot of things, but, but yeah. I don't need to get into that. <laughs> so yeah, I was just moved to Oklahoma. Um, was running track. Yeah, like there, that okay. was me. That was me. Were you like a popular kid? I was popular like... adjacent. I was friends with every friend group, okay. but I wasn't in one of them. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Because I feel like I was in a similar space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird. (laughs) Is it really weird? That popular adjacents find each other. (laughs) Yeah, I just think like popular adjacent kids like Like we get each other because we're just like, oh, we've seen it all. (laughs) Because you're just like, oh, I like like low key, this is like going a little bit into further questioning, but like when I was younger, <laughs> I befriended people who I thought would like snap at any point and shoot up a school just to make sure that I would get that, hey, like Isaac, don't come don't to school come today. To like don't come today. Dang. And I'm just like, Yeah, you I'm not coming strategic. to school. I was really, really paranoid about some shit. And so I was very strategic. That's very strategic. That's very smart. I feel yeah. like I I was completely socially awkward and could not talk to anybody on my own. So unless the person who was going to shoot up the school came to approach me first to be like, yo, want to be friends? In which case, I'd probably just be like, sure, because I really wasn't going to turn down a friend. (laughs) Things have changed for me drastically. Where was 18-year-old Nadia? 18-year-old Nadia finished high school. Yeah, finished Free State High School in Mm -hmm. Lawrence and was in college. So it would have been my freshman year of of KU. Mm. Yeah. And I, it was interesting. I feel like it was very, dis- I was very distinctly different in high school to college. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I got into college, I was like, wow, people really don't have your history because there's way too much people here. Like, and so it was just kind of like this moment where I was like, I don't have to at all be like how I was in high school, which was pretty much like if people, people in my high school know that I was like super, super, super socially awkward, like really put it. I was shy. I didn't talk to anybody. Like some people at my school discovered me within the last couple months being there. And we're like, are you new here? And I'd gone from like fifth grade to to high school with some of these people. I'm sorry. That's funny. Like oh my God. I was shy. No, I talked to nobody and, and I didn't like not get along with people, but I wasn't like close friends with anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, and I like dressed very differently. I just wore a lot of baggy stuff and like hand-me-downs and stuff because I just like didn't care about appearance at all. Mm-hmm. And I never had my hair down at the time ever. You would never see me with my hair down. That was a completely, that was a shift when I went to college. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, like early, it was 18-year-old Natty. It was like early college Natty. And she was just like, hmm, this looks like there might be a world outside of the one you knew. Like that was kind of like, <laughs> That was like right when I was like, what's going on out here? Like, because that was like the first time I was actually in some way away from my family. At least five days out of the week, I went home every weekend. 
What? <laughs> the life of a Nigerian. Just... Your family does not want you to be away from home. So they were like, you can live on the college campus during the week. But as soon as it was Friday afternoon, we went home. And a Sunday night, we were dropped off for college. I, <laughs> I, I blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> that was 18-year-old Nadia. Oh, wow. Okay. So the reason why we're doing this, right, is because you can't recognize growth. Unless you look at the past. And so we're just going to dig in. It's like you're trying bit. to do this to me right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. And then, like, I want to ground us back into creating a healing space with, like, actionable steps. Because we used to do, like, when we were, like, first starting out, we were, like, talking about really hard-hitting things. We were really getting into, like, the work, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then our schedules got crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we started doing other stuff, but we were still doing it, right? We always brought it back. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to be back here today. Wow. I feel like a preacher. This is very dramatic. Yes, it is. I like you had my you have my full attention. Like I'm like ready to work. Right. Yeah. But in reality, I stole this idea from like <laughs> Getting Gay, which is another podcast Ooh. that I am also a part of because I'm doing two podcasts because I don't know how to quit. I feel like that was a shameless plug. And yes, you should have prefaced it that way. <laughs> A bitch that does too much. Who is that? Oh, that's me. <laughs> that's who I am. Yes. I'm here to do more. Okay, so let's do this. Yes. Um, exercise. So, this exercise. Exercise. <laughs> exercise. Um, so first question, what are three words that dis- best describe who you were 10 years ago? Other than the description we just gave. Three words that describe ourselves from 10 years ago. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> the silence have me dead. I was, I was just like, like I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to. That's just hilarious. I'm trying to think of a word of that describes me from 10 years ago. I would say, God, this is, but I feel like maybe I'm just, okay. So then also I'm thinking about like my self-esteem then and my self-esteem now. Okay, okay, okay. So if I reflect on me 10 years ago, I would have been like frumpy. <laughs> I was frumpy. Because <laughs> I just like... <laughs> Like, I wish that my older sister was listening to this because she would have been like, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like she, my sister has always been very put together and she loves, like, she's always loved doing her hair and, like, mm-hmm. looking presentable, like, looking good, like, just having her own style. And <laughs> I just didn't, I just didn't care at all. It just, like, threw, I just threw clothes onto my body to be wearing clothes because I just didn't, I, I had no self-esteem. I also didn't like my body, so I didn't really want to dress it. Right. So it was just, like, I just looked like, I looked like a hot mess all of the time. So mm. word number one, I would say, is frumpy. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> I was frumpy and proud. I was, from, I was frumpy and proud. Like a bitch was out here trying to, like, take a stand. <laughs> <laughs> why I got to dress nice every why day? Why I got to dress nice every why day? Why I got to dress nice at all? Honestly, like, why can't I roll out of bed and run to your my 8 a.m.? I did all the time. I did right. not. <laughs> I was like... I just wear what I'm wearing. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's good. Um, I think a good word for myself 10 years ago was crowd pleaser. I think I like manipulated myself to like fit into like the groups, the multiple groups that I was a part of because I didn't really know who I was and I was trying to figure out who I was. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I was afraid of being who I actually was rather than being like who I became during that period of time. Wow, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. That was really deep. Uh, <laughs> that was a good that was a good first word. Now I feel like you have to do your second word first because I had to be vulnerable first the last Okay, time. right, right. Okay, let me get real vulnerable. <laughs> so another one was manipulative. Ooh, that's a harsh word. It is. I don't think I mean it in a harsh way because I'm talking about myself and I low-key think I'm manipulative to this day, but for the better version of it, right? Okay, okay. So okay. back in the day, 15-year-old Isaac, like we have already like noticed, he was all afraid of school shooters and so he befriended people True. who he thought were going to be school shooters, right? right, right. right? I now have changed the manipulation tactics into how can I manipulate the system to best serve the people that I'm working for? And okay. now I'm a better person for it. But the manipulation is it's really, really easy to play people. Right, right, right. It's still really, really easy to play people. Right, yes. And I'm good at it. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like you are. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like I'm being played every day. No, I'm oh, just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just totally <gasps> No, that's good. Man, you have like, I feel like you, you're you really good at reflecting on younger you. And I feel like I've tried really hard not to. That's fair. Like I try really hard not to. Because um, I would say like my, my second word would be, um, oh, it's like two words. It's okay, a phrase. Okay, go off, go off. I said crowd pleaser as my first line. It's like a hyphen. Yeah. I was going to say closed off. Okay. Like I was, I, I didn't open up to anybody. And it was a lot to do with um, how I was raised by my family. And like we, my family had a lot of their own like family issues like most families do. But like we were like, but no, nothing will ever get out. Mm-hmm. It was almost, it's almost like um, Queen Sugar. <laughs> You've been watching Queen Sugar. I don't know, I'm just like, let me compare it to Queen Sugar. It was a small <laughs> example. But it's a similar thing where it's like we learn about these family dynamics that are like unhealthy or things that are happening within your families that I mean like just they're not going well, like oh like pretty typical of most families. And like, but we our reaction was like we didn't talk to friends about it, we didn't talk about it outside of the walls of the house. Right. My dad's a pretty like closed off he's very private. He's a very, very private person. So like I don't know basic details about him sometimes because he just doesn't talk. And so like I grew up in that environment and then when I went to college and people would have these conversations in front of each other I was like wait what are they doing like why are they because I didn't really have close friends in high school so like it was just like oh we're really allowed to like take it that far and like 18 year old Nadia just started opening up about some really deep seated trauma and it was like it like rocked my world because I was like I didn't realize I was allowed to talk about this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and so like yeah I would definitely like between the person I am now and then like I was so completely closed off that's real Okay. Last one. Last word. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my turn. Uh, (laughs) I believe. Um, Let's see. I would say optimistic. Ooh. I was very, very optimistic. Mm -hmm. And I I still am in a lot of ways. But, like, I was very much like a, if you want something, you just got to go after it, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. kind of person and so I worked really hard I was a very hard worker in school and I had a lot of like specific ideas for my career and I was like all you have to do is like go after those things relentlessly mm-hmm. and you can get them there was right. no option not to get them and I think that mentality helped me succeed in so many ways because yeah. I just like there wasn't really imposter syndrome at the time like it was okay. just like in in this was like specifically in like the success like and whatever success means to you, but like career path kind of success mm-hmm. where I was just like, oh yeah, I want that. I'll do that. I'll exceed. I'll exceed. I'll exceed expectations. And so like that was definitely, um, that was definitely a huge part of who I was at that time. Yeah. I think I'm about to say the same exact thing you're talking about, but use a different word. Ooh, so I was going to say goal oriented. Okay. Because <laughs> like. I wish I had goals. <laughs> right. <laughs> So 15-year-old Isaac was very track-oriented. Like, like mm. I was, like, very much running track. I was good at it. Um, at 15, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm hot shit. Like, I might be a freshman, but I'm faster than all of you hoes. Like, I am doing hot shit. And I was. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, but, like, for me... Like, I didn't like losing or I didn't like being in second place or third place or, like, not the very best. And Mm -hmm. so once I got to more and I was doing cross country and I was doing all these other sports and people were better than me, I was like, oh, no, fuck this. But then, like, I tried to emulate everything that they were doing because I was like, if they're doing this and they're successful, I can do it and be successful. And that was when I started, like, drinking and, like, started, Mm -hmm. like, going to parties Mm -hmm. because, like, these folks could do those things and, like, still strive through it. And mm-hmm. I had never experienced it, so it was, like, really fucking me up. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I was, like, very goal-driven to the point that I was, like, mimic whatever anybody else did who was in a position that I wanted to be in to, like, get further in life. And then I realized as I got older, and we'll talk about this more, that that is not the way. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. But that's um, nice. So <laughs> with that being said, what are three words that best describe who you are now? <laughs> Ooh, okay. You go first. <laughs> uh, let's like knock them out. I am. <laughs> You're like, this is easy. <laughs> let's just do it. I'm eccentric, extra even. Those are like extra or eccentric. I think they're mm, interchangeable. I feel like that's absolutely true. Aries. Facts. <laughs> no like, printer. Like yeah. that's where I am. Life is chosen. Right. Um, I am a advocate. Absolutely. That's my second word. Yeah. Really good at advocating for my friends, for my people, for my family. Um, and my third word is going to be, mm. 
I don't know. Oh God. Uh oh. It's gone. Oh, no, you're choking. Gone. You're choking. Oh, I was so. <laughs> it was, was almost so a perfect landing too. too. You almost stuck I it. Had it. She oh, almost no. stuck it. I could never be Simone Piles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Uh. A character. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I'm good at you this. You are a character. I'm like an actor, but I'm not acting in a show. I'm just acting in my day to day life, it's which just leads back to, to me being extra. Yeah, that's basically. Well, I think we identity. needed two words for you. We did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's see. My top three words to describe me. There are many. Um, <laughs> I would say unapologetic. Mm. In like pretty much most things at this point, like. And it's really been, like, over the past couple years, we've really been solidifying that care. Because, like, I feel like once you get to a certain age, you're like, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, because I know that I have options. I know what else is out there. Mm -hmm. So, like, why am I tolerating this bullshit? Like, when I'm young, I'm like, this is all there is. And now I'm just like, shit's different everywhere else. (laughs) Like, at any point in time, I can move away from this bullshit. Exactly. Into something else. In the same space, in the same city, in a different city, in a different country. Like, it don't matter. And so I feel like that's helped me become unapologetic. Because I'm just like, nah, this isn't working for me. So it's just, like, done. I can go by. Um, Yeah. Let's see. The second word I would say would be empath. Mm. I... I have so much anxiety because of other people's energy. <laughs> and I feel like I'm very, I've, I've talked this over in therapy a lot. I'm a very intuitive person. I'm a very, like, I observe people and I read their energy and I read, like, what's happening in their interpersonal relationship with the other people in the room. It's mm-hmm. very weird. It's how, like, I grew up at home, like, trying to read my family to figure out what was happening. Kind of like a survival mechanism, I guess. And <laughs> and oh, so... No. <laughs> It's just kind of like, how do we anticipate things before bad things happen? How can we prevent them? I've always been preventative. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm a, I'm a huge empath. I just feel like I just want to make make other people feel good when they're around me. So I'm always, like, reading their energy, and it can really it can really bring me down. Or bring mm-hmm. me up. Like, it's, I'm very, I'm mad influential. <laughs> there's and influencers, then, <laughs> and then there's Nadia with empathy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's wild. Um, and then my third word, what would my third word be? I say now that I have only one left. Yeah, I feel it's like, like hard. I'm getting you to like where cycling? you are. I'm like, right? Uh, you start cycling through words, and you're like, oh my god, I love all of these words, and they all describe me, but I don't know which one to choose. Okay, which ones did I choose already? I said empath, and I said, um, I was paying attention. I promise. I was too. Um, empath, and the one before that, unapologetic. Unapologetic. Okay, my third word I would say is motivated. Mm. I'm a. It's interesting because, like, on the day to day, I sometimes don't feel motivated at all. Like, I'm just like, oh, this day, it's just like I'm dragging. But like overall, like my overall energy towards everything is like highly motivated. Like, yeah. I am very motivated to problem solve. I'm very motivated to make things right with people, to make things right with the world. Um, to make things right with, like, my own perceptions of myself. Like, it's just, like, I'm constantly, I constantly work towards something, whether it's, like, professional or personal or relational. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, like, I want to be putting my work in to do better for me and for other people. Um, And that's, like, that's just, that's a consistent thing. I don't think I'll ever not be motivated like that. That's real. Mm. Wow. That's not good. That was a nice reflection. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, because you only get three words, and I feel like that makes it tough. Like, if you just open up for people to be like, talk about who you are today, it's yeah. like... You can just talk about a lot of different things. Right. Or, like, have this very curated, like, answer. Mm-hmm. But when you, like, break it down to three words, you're just kind of like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious. What am I really aligned with? I'd like to bring that exercise to a lot of people, mm-hmm. like, a lot of different groups of people. Because I would, like, want to know, like, what some people would answer in like the tech space and mm-hmm. what some people would answer depending on where they are in the tech space too like engineers and because like I, I feel like people have a tendency at like um, networking events and stuff when when you get asked questions like that to be like I'm a writer or like going with your title all of a sudden right. it's just like you could ident- like you really could identify like that strong that could be your word but it's interesting how like that becomes a lot more like credentialed right than just like who are you as like an yeah. actual human in this world Right, exactly. And, like, sometimes for some people it's, like, aligned with their work, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's not all the time. And I feel like everybody's like, I am my job. And it's like, no, No. you're not. You're a dick. And that's what (laughs) you are. 
<laughs> you suck. You You're suck. not very good at exercises. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what's one thing you've done in the past 10 years that you're most proud of? Mm, I'd say moving to Seattle. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. Like, oh, wow, we're so aligned. Yeah, no, I think it was the, it was the best thing for me. It was, mm-hmm. it was the hardest thing I've had to do because I've had to do it all on my own. I've been supporting myself financially entirely since then and before that. But, like, because I was at in my hometown, it was easy to be like, oh, I'm going to drop by for meals. I'm going to drop by for, like, help with stuff. Right. As opposed to now where it's just, like, I don't even consider calling my parents until something's already done. Right. And then I, like, talk to them about it. So, and also, like, making my own community out here, finding my own, like, like actual chosen spaces out here, having routines, building a career. Like, it, moving to Seattle really changed, I feel like, the trajectory of my my mental health and mm-hmm. my, um, my, like, life, I guess. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about how, like, moving to Seattle felt a lot, like, growing. Like, mm-hmm. I really feel like this is, like, like although, like, the weather here literally is not trying to help me fucking flourish. Um, <laughs> like, it is, like, the soil that I was supposed to be in to, like, grow into, like, the beautiful houseplant that I am. Um, and I think I'm still growing and there's still, like, a lot of processes that I need to go to and, or go through before I, like, move on to the next place or thing. But it is really – it's been really enlightening. And, like, the same thing. Like, this was the first time I moved far enough away where I'm, mm-hmm. like, not a hop, skipping a jump away from home. Right. Like, I have to get on a plane to get to my mother. Right. Right. And that has shaken me <laughs> in more than one way. Like, oh it's wild. Gosh. But it is, it's been, like, really good because, like, when I get sick, I can't be like, Mom, come help me. It's like, I can ask my friends to come help me, which they won't because they all trying to die, too. And so we're just, like, <laughs> all dying. But I'm making it work. Look, we're, we're surviving. We're surviving. We're surviving. Yeah, that's, that's interesting that we both chose a move in mm-hmm. our last 10 years. Yes. Um, and then... Who do you want to be? Oh, what did I? What is that a sentence? Who do you <laughs> want to be most to? Whoa, oh, that is a sentence. Who do you want to be most 10 years from now? Yeah. Oh my God. Jeez. Like, I hate questions <laughs> like this because the truth is, like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing right now. I just have made up everything. I'm confused. My family is confused. Like, my friends. They honestly, good for them for trying to keep up. Like, every day I feel like, I've discovered something new, and that's what I'm going to do now. Like, it's like, shut up, Nadia. And so <laughs> I just, I just like, and, I, and I've and i gotten very comfortable with not knowing at all what mm-hmm. I want to be doing in the future. Like, I haven't been thinking long term, and I'm okay with that. Mm. Um, and I'm like, what, 28? So I'm like two years from 30, and I have I have no expectations for 30-year-old Nadia. Like, I'm just like, oh, you'll just be 30 and still figuring shit out. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, 10 years from now, I'll be 38, mm-hmm. which is almost 40. <laughs> and listen, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to look good because I've been aging very gracefully. So I'm not concerned about that component, but I'm thinking like almost 40, like what kind of career slash lifestyle do I want at that time? And Mm -hmm. I really, really feel like, God, I know myself and I want to be like, it's going to be chill and I know it won't be. I know I'll be like, I I just feel like I I have a feeling like I'll be in a much more, much more of a leadership position, Mm -hmm. which is something I've been trying to avoid my whole life. But like, I've I've started thinking like, maybe you are supposed to be a leader. And so like, I feel like I will be in a leadership position, but I hope that by that time, more workplaces have figured out more of their shit to actually like provide healthy environments for Mm -hmm. leaders to actually lead and not have to lead on top of our full ass job. And so like, I'm hoping like my dream for me in 10 years is to be a leader in some capacity. And I don't know what that is and have a healthy lifestyle because the system that I'm a part of has set up for me to do so. Now that's ideal. Yeah. But that is also the work that I'm trying to do with other companies. <laughs> and so I'm hoping that by that time we've made some progress and I'll join one of those companies, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's the goal. Yeah. For things to be good enough. That's the thing. Like if the world is perfect by like <laughs> 10 years from now where I don't have to care about the things that I care about right now, I'll probably be caring about other things, like <laughs> important stuff exhausted. that I care about. <laughs> yeah, I'll still be tired. Like I want to get to a point where I'm, like, not afraid of, like, dying in the middle of the street by a police officer so I can care about the environment. Like, that is a goal of mine. 
I would love to care about the environment way more, but I'm just trying to keep my people alive. So (laughs) there's that. But um, 10 years from now, I was thinking about this. Um, I want to possibly, this is now a new dream of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, Since I've been working in the field that I'm working in now, I've started to have dreams of possibly being like an elected official. Oh, yeah. I remember you mentioned that. And I was like, whew. It's like a wild time. Politician Isaac Sanders. Right. I feel like my manipulation will like be key. Oh, absolutely. That's a quality you need. Right. You have to be a little bit like dark be and shady. like a little shady. Yeah. Just a tab is deceptive. Shady. Deceptive. Deception. <laughs> Disgrace. <laughs> oh, I love the Lion King. Yes. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> you have to be a little shady. You do. That's what like would. That's what scares me away from politics. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. Yeah. But one of the things is that like I'm not good at being deceptive. <laughs> I have way too much anxiety. <laughs> it's like really interesting. Like the kind of like relationship building and cohort building that you mm-hmm. have to do within it. It seems really fascinating to me. I think I'd be really good at it. Um, what I would be doing, like, do I think I could become the president? I'm a little too radical for that, just a tad bit. I want my constituents to feel me. I don't know if the entire, like, country of America is going to be like, yes, we feel you, Isaac. I, I don't like think that's the truth. That's just not possible nah. considering you's a black man. <laughs> I mean, they felt Obama, but I'm not I'm not even that, like— I mean, like, Obama. <laughs> I'd be mm-hmm. like— I'm not even we're that not, like, We're palatable. not getting back there I'm not that palatable. <laughs> we're not going to get there anytime soon. We're not going to get there anytime soon. But we're going to try our best. That's right. That's exactly. Right. That's right. But yeah, so I guess that's that. Any like takeaways? What's like a big takeaway from this exercise? <laughs> oh, I can see. Okay, so then definitely a huge difference between me before and me now is like mm-hmm. when I was 18, I was extremely regimented about success. Mm. I had a roadmap. And I was like, I know exactly where I'm going. And without that roadmap, I was completely lost and distraught. Mm -hmm. And now it's like I'm the exact opposite. Having a roadmap would make me like probably go crazy because that that freaks me out. Like because it feels too controlled. Like I can't break away from the plan. Mm -hmm. And so I like having this like loose idea of what's next because that's like better for me now to like keep my mind open to opportunities that I wouldn't have seen. Yeah. Whereas in the like 18-year-old Natty would be like, no, not that, not that. I was looking for this. Like I need to get this thing and I need to get to that next thing. And I would completely forget anything that came up on the side that exactly. seemed like that seemed like it could help me, but mm-hmm. I just didn't take the time to notice. Yeah. It's like it almost sounds like your um what is it? Your peripheral like vision has like widened through yeah. like, your process, which is beautiful. I love that. Yes. I, love I that. grew. I've actually yeah, I've hella grown. Right. <laughs> I've hella grown. I don't put up with pretty much anything now mm-hmm. and that was something I definitely did mm-hmm. early early years Nadia she was just a she was a crowd pleaser in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um, and a lot of that was just kind of like accepting the bullshit as yeah. it came I was like whatever whatever that's just the way it is and now I'm just like nah nah the fuck it's not <laughs> yeah I think I have it's like to steal one of your words also I would mm. like to say that I have become a lot more unapologetic I think that who I was when I was younger I mean like I was like an in-between closeted, Mm -hmm. like, black queer person trying to make space for themselves in, like, the middle of Oklahoma. That's just not Um, an exercise anybody (laughs) should have to deal with. There are too many factors in that. Right. It was a wild time. (laughs) Um, But it was, like, weird because it's, like, what that taught me and I feel like what I grew into was somebody who could survive in those kinds of spaces. So now that I'm in a space where I don't have to, like, be constantly afraid of like the KKK actually arriving at my doorstep like the real KKK like they were literally down the street maybe like a mile down the road from my home like it was like an actual fear yeah the KKK actually threatened my family we couldn't move into a house because they threatened to kill us exactly that's the reality I guess and so that's wild to me it's like that was once like my biggest fear and now I'm like oh I'm here I can do whatever I want to okay the KKK KKK who (laughs) run up get done up ho (laughs) I will fight, and people know that. That is also something that I grew up into. I used to be like, I don't like fighting. Now I'm like, oh, try me, bitch. Yeah. I will fight you today. We grew into fighters. <laughs> we grew, I grew up fighting. I grew up fighting, though. My family put me in martial arts. I grew up thinking that everything was a fight. And I was ready. Dad was right. like, you are not going to be unprepared. And I was like, no, sir. Yeah. 
Well, then I also operationalized, like, the things that I did to survive. Mm -hmm. Like, I turned them into tools rather than making them, like, survival, like, pieces. And I mean, like, I know how I need to continue to unlearn them. I know that manipulation is not a good thing. (laughs) We all know, like, at the surface level, it's not the greatest of things. But you sometimes manipulate situations to make yourself a little bit, like, better and, like, make it better for your people. And so I know what I'm doing. I'm manipulating good. <laughs> it's for good, not evil. No, it's good manipulation. <laughs> you could just be like, I feel like we could choose a different word. I just that love sounds better. You know, like that has a better connotation. Like maybe mm-hmm. you're strategic. Yeah. Ooh, let's use strategic. For I now mean, on. like, did we just solve the problem? We did. Who is a communication strategist? <laughs> you, Nadia Amapa. Like, manipulative just sounds like you might be strategic (laughs) but truly I mean you know how to work different things to your advantage in that situation Mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing that's like that's a very powerful trait about you yes but anyway so so yes shout out to um, 15 year old Isaac who tried his very best um, at surviving and made it oh yeah like thriving thriving Thriving. making it work thriving we're growing we're still growing shout out to 18 year old from Benadia good job getting that clothes together (laughs) now everybody wants to be like you exactly (laughs) and she would have never anticipated that nobody would have thought that no absolutely not Mm -hmm. no I wish I uh, no I don't I don't wish to show any photos of what I looked like back then we're not doing that that's not an activity that I will participate in I did not sign any kind of form actually if you scroll down far enough on the table podcast um, Facebook page. You can find pictures of me when I was in high school <laughs> from a previous episode of. You were like very skinny. I was just so thin. Yeah. It's like not having facial hair is weird to me. But yeah, like those true. pictures without me of facial hair, I'm like, ooh, like, my, baby. My face is baby a lot. Face. It's so skinny. Oh god, I'm so skinny. Anyway. Yeah, that is that was a, that's a lot. That's a lot to think about. Yeah, I'm super skinny. Just oh god. Anyway. <laughs> So, Nadia, yes, <laughs> nobody asked us a question, so nobody brought the hush puppies, but I brought something. What did you bring? I brought the fact that we have been moving. <laughs> For actual ever? It feels like years. Like, y'all don't even understand. I used to be a different, a much different woman. <laughs> One who believed in the, the greater things in this life. Just like, you know, I was I was actually living in a sanctuary. I'd finally made my space a sanctuary. And then it was like, time to go. <laughs> time to get on the road and go to your new home. Right. And don't get me wrong. I love my new home. My new home is lit. Okay? I can't wait till there are some photos that I can put on social media once we, like, get fully, like, unpacked and settled. Yeah. But, like... We've got a nice, like, we're living in, both of us are living in homes now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got, like, a lot of space, and I have a roommate now who's just, like, my dear Kia, who I love and right. adore, and just, like, she brings my energy to this place that other people don't. It's great. We're black women just out here. And in Georgetown, the cute ass, just a cute ass little little neighborhood. Right. But getting there. <laughs> the process. And getting all of my shit there. And cleaning and cleaning and throwing things away and donating and cleaning and moving and moving some more. <laughs> I just feel like it's never gonna end. Like I'm 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 like right near that finish line. Like I almost I finished the deep clean. There's some things that I just need to donate now. And then like I literally say goodbye to the place forever. But it just feels like when is that gonna come? Because like other life still has to happen. Right. And I feel like I can't just take a break from what like what's bringing me money, which is work. Exactly. So I'm just I just feel like I'm just done. I'm done moving. I've been moving for years now. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I was like, oh, I feel you on that. So like Nadia said, I am also in a home. <laughs> um, I am living with Leslie and E. Mm-hmm. Leslie and Kia used to be roommates, which is like ironic yeah. that we are now their roommates. So yeah. we're like basically like this quadruple like friend combo and we get to go on adventures we're like the three musketeers but there's four of us and we're all black and we're all black <laughs> and then there's e who's yes. like it's like have you ever seen totally spies which was like basically like the cartoon version of the charlie's angels no and now i feel like i missed out on something <laughs> damn you know i used to love charlie's angels <laughs> i don't i don't yeah, I don't know why you would miss Totally Spies, but I also recognize that like we 
there's an age difference. We're different people. And we're very different people. It was on Cartoon Network. Mm, okay, so my brother must have not watched that. Because he watched Cartoon Network. I watched what mm. he was watching. But I don't know if that was. But my brother's a lot older than you. Yeah. He wouldn't have gotten there. Yeah, he wouldn't have gotten there. And Totally Spies was like almost like Powerpuff Girls adjacent. It oh, was like, but I love Powerpuff Girls. So it was like Powerpuff Girls and Charlie's Angels, but somewhere in between. That's wild. Yeah, it was pretty good. Anyway, I like imagine us as the totally spies <laughs> and like E as like the main guy who like would send them on the adventures. Oh my god! <laughs> and give us like cool tools to like do shit with. I love anyway, that. That's how I'm envisioning our like superhero gang. We're um, like we're living on the south end now. Yes, we all, all of us. Yes, we all live on the south end. I live in Columbia City. Columbia City. It felt it felt good. <laughs> it felt really good to say that. Yeah, it's Columbia City, <laughs> and then you live um, in Georgetown. Georgetown. Beautiful little spaces, very mm-hmm. unique enclaves. Um, a lot more people of color. So many um, more. So many more people of color. I don't have to worry about not seeing myself represented at all. Like literally, all my neighbors are people of color, and I just like love that. And most of them are black. Yeah. I was at my local coffee shop today, and two black women were working next to me. Yeah, it was fin- it was vibe. fantastic. Very very. Different I was vibe. like, and there are like family. I live right by like a, a playing field, um, like a soccer field, and there are like families who come with their kids to the playground, and like they're like families of color. Yeah, it's pretty dope. That's the cutest thing. I was running the other day. Love that. Um, in my neighborhood, and I ran past. Uh, I don't. Is it Eid? An Eid party? Yeah. Yes, I was right. There was a huge <laughs> one in the like um, baseball fields around my, like, oh. my place, and it was beautiful. That it was just like all of them magical. just like living their best lives. They like all, like invited me over to f- for food. Oh, and that's I was, like, so nice. No, I have to finish my run, but thank you so much. They're like, come back, and I'm like, oh, I would love to will come I back. Run back here. I'm not running back. Exhausted. I would have drove. <laughs> um, but it was just like not the like it wasn't the vibe for the day. But it was like beautiful to just know mm-hmm. that those things were happening around me. Mm-hmm. And then like I live in like. I have a backyard. Yes. That's my favorite thing. We have like a flower bed yes. and we have like this like patio balcony that's like overhanging like all right, like we have two floors. So like the top floor has like a balcony mm-hmm. and then the bottom floor is just like open. And I'm just like, oh, I love it. And I was like, I could get a dog, but then that was shot down by our landlord. <laughs> I was I was frustrated. Me and Kia okay. briefly talked about getting a dog today. How was Can that? you imagine? Yeah, with a dog. We would get a hyperallergenic dog. You get obvi, a poodle. Because, well, we're thinking golden doodle. Yes. And a black one, because it's a black house. <laughs> well, then are they called golden doodles anymore? I don't know, but we saw a hella pictures of black golden doodles today. <laughs> I think those are just black just poodles. Just like black poodles? <laughs> uh, uh. A All golden we know doodle is, that it is has literally to be black. Okay. I d- we could just and call hypoallergenic. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the black golden doodle. <laughs> they're called golden like doodles because a... they're gold. You know that I don't know dogs like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even picture myself with a dog. True. But we talked about it, and I was like, if it's hypoallergenic, I'm not gonna be mad. Like, is it gonna be a teacup one? Is it gonna be small? No, we don't want a small dog. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's we want fair. it to. We want we want like a medium, like a medium dog. I will be. <laughs> you like look so shocked like my calendar's all of a sudden full. Like you're like, oh, I have no time. <laughs> um, yes, you would you would definitely be welcome to hang out with our beautiful Oh my gosh. Dog. I'm so excited. Yeah, but you do have to come over sometime. Yeah, I do need to come Anyways, over. point is we've been moving. Yes. <laughs> we've been too busy to actually enjoy. We can't do anything with each other because we've been moving. And then like also like work and like stuff like that. But like, yeah, I moved my whole entire apartment into my apartment by myself because I just didn't plan well. (laughs) And so I did it all by myself. I, like, filled the U-Haul, did that all by myself, (laughs) took it all out by myself, drove it. I did it all in, like, two and a half hours. I was real proud of myself. I did so good. I moved the whole mattress, like, by myself into the house. Like, I was just killing the game. I decided to move two days before I moved. So I packed my entire apartment up by myself in a night after work. Mm -mm. All night, I packed. (laughs) And then the next day, I had a couple movers that volunteered bail. (laughs) 
And so it was me and my friend Sydney. Thank God she moved to Seattle a few days before. Welcome to Seattle. You're helping me move. And <laughs> and we like literally like were packing and moving all day until like really late because like I have I have carpal tunnel, so it's really hard for me to hold like heavy shit. And so, like, it was just, like, we kept on, like, trying to move stuff and then being exhausted and moving and moving and doing it, like, smaller by smaller or whatever. It took so long. And I was also driving a truck, which is just not something that I should be doing. Uh-uh. Like, it's just, don't let me operate heavy machinery. <laughs> like, a small car? Yes. A bitch could drive a small car. Nah. But a, and even a U-Haul van, you know, it's a little bit, it's, it's shady. But, but a truck? Uh-uh. I was on the street, like, move, bitch. <laughs> Get out yeah. the way! Like I was, I was being disruptive on Them the streets. Them trucks were fun though. Those it is trucks are real because fun they to don't, drive. people do not try to challenge you. Mm-mm. If you turn in front of them, they will stop. They let you. They'll stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the end of moving day, it was it was like nine o'clock. I had to turn the truck, and I went to the gas station to fill up. That was right across the street from U-Haul, and all of the pumps were out of order. I checked every single one of them. I was so tired. I had not slept and I had moved all day and none of all of the pumps were out of order. Every single one. So I like had a little bit of an emotional breakdown and then I drove to a different gas station. <laughs> filled it up and then and then went home. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then unpacking and doing all that stuff is still in process. So we can like definitely talk about that at a later date. But I've got cute shit. I'm gonna get more cute shit. We have a lot of plants. Love that. Like, if, of course, it's because it's Leslie. Like, yeah. Leslie loves plants. And yes. so, like, now I'm all of a sudden, like, I can make this shit work, too. And yeah. I'm actually doing stuff Motivated. with my plants. Yes. I'm doing real good. Love that. I grew some sprouts. Y'all should follow me on, like, Instagram to follow my sprout journey. I was like, how come I'm not seeing your sprouts? Because I haven't been posting them. They've been, like, I have this <laughs> Don't little direct people to social media you ain't using. You're correct. It's like, I was bad. like, I'd be following you on Instagram every day, and I didn't see sprouts. So I have this little container, and so you, like, basically run water through it, like, twice a day, uh-huh. and then the sprouts just grow. And it's, like, little, like, lima beans, like, li- li- different seeds, and they just turn into shit. Did Leslie teach you this? Uh-uh. I was like, this seems like something Leslie would obsess about. <laughs> no, Leslie, like, I don't, I feel like some of the things are getting extra water because I feel like Leslie, like, I love, this is why I love Leslie. Leslie's like, I want to try it too. And yes. like, we'll go into it too. So I'm like, these things are like getting extra water probably because we be living. We be living. That's great. But it's a nice time. That's great. See, there's happy endings for these moving stories. Always happy endings. Me and Leslie nice. had a dance party, like, of Leslie just singing. School and Life by Beyonce from memory and us <laughs> dancing in the kitchen. Like, that's what we do. That's, that's beautiful. Our daily. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah we're we going we to host, host some some dinner parties. We have some cute. plans. Yeah, we want to get, like, a nice big, like, dining room table. I love dining room to have. tables. Yeah, because we thought it would be good, like, for people to be over for meals, but also, like, working, like, co-working sessions, like, at the table. Like, we mm. have we have dreams. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. We're gonna, Yeah, we're going to cook a lot. Love that. It's nice. I haven't had a roommate in three years. So mm. it's nice to like actually, like I woke up this morning because Kia's been in Ghana. She just got back and it's been really lovely. And I woke up this morning and I was like, there's somebody else here. <laughs> like, it's not just you. Like, you can't just like go out in the hallway without your, I mean, you could because like Kia wouldn't, Kia wouldn't care. care at all. But at the same time, I'm just like, you have to remember that there are other people around and you have to be respectful of the space like other people are around. Because sometimes I just be leaving shit in places and. Not yeah. thinking about it, but I'm trying to like I'm trying to level up now that I have a roommate too, and it's nice to have like a constant reminder, like okay, you could actually take the time to like clean up what you were just doing, <laughs> like <laughs> you could, you could, you probably could, you could, and it's nice little it's nice little uh, reminder, yeah, some nice energy. Yes, it's gonna be good. But anyway, that's, that's it. That. It's time for the to-go plate. <laughs> let's let's get some hush puppies. Let's get some hush puppies with some salmon in it. Mm, I'm gonna God. take some home. I, I gotta go home. I, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get I'm out of here. I'm just tired. Okay, so today on um to the to-go plate. <laughs> know who we haven't seen in years? I feel like the name rhymes with Shemaniel. <laughs> You're right. It's dead, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a good guesser. You're such a good guesser. <laughs> what is Daniel wearing today on this like reunion of all of us? Oh my gosh. So it is a brisk 75 <laughs> degrees. It is. Outside. Beautiful. 
But Daniel was like, <laughs> I'm ready for Seattle to get cold. Daniel was doing it for fashion yes. today. Not for weather, not for function. Nope. But for fashion. Which is like Daniel every day, but like we just need to preface that right. for today. Especially, yeah, especially with this outfit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have you heard of the Burberry? The Burberry. The Burberry. I have, yes. Yes, there is, <laughs> they have oversized jacket lines. Like, they're huge, puffy jackets. It sounds like we're, like, doing an ad for them. I know, right? Like, they should pay us. They should Big pay monies. us. Big Burberry should pay us money. Our clothes, I'll take either. Either way. Specifically this puffy jacket. Daniel's wearing it. Yes, and it's rainbow. Wow. Real cute. What's the length on this jacket? It's like 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 dress length, like high skirt mm. dress length, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a little bit above the knees, but like like also appropriate for school. Like the hand check is like right. in, it's like past the fingertips. Yeah, like a little bit past, past the, the fingertips. fingertips. Yeah, that's good because what Daniel's wearing underneath the jacket is a little scandalous. You know, girl, it's a little scandalous. Now i I was confused about the top, but. Mm-hmm. A bikini top, just like a regular, just like a regular yellow, like a bright yellow bikini top. You know, mm-hmm. almost like it's like it's like wearing like a, it's like a bikini halter. Yes. Oh, we you love know? a bikini halter. Yeah, like a nice little. It's very supportive, very yes. supportive, which I think is really important if you're gonna get a bikini top. You know. Yeah. And um, the color just pops yes. against the rainbow jacket. It's like a of solid yellow. It's a solid bright yellow. It's a solid bright yellow, like and it's like matched with mm. one of those like cool, not cool, like. They're like very much harnesses, like the like fashion harnesses that you're oh, seeing see, out, yes. out in like the yeah. game. It's also oh, yeah. bright yellow. Woo! And that must have been hard color. to track down. It was. Re- it must have been really hard, but it's going well with oh, Daniel's skin tone. Paid it off. Flawless. Paid off. Looks iconic. Bold lip. Of course. What color is it? Uh, A nice red. A nice red. Mm-hmm. But also, we're with getting that a little red, bit of McDonald's vibes. Just a, a little, little bit of McDonald's not vibes. Not too much. But just like I hit, it's like just to remind you that those golden arches are out there. Just in case. Yeah. But eyeshadow, also rainbow. Also Got to ma- match the jacket. But yes. a bold red just made sense for them red pumps. Right. It also, like, we didn't want to go, like, too over the top. Can't do it. No. Just, like, a simple bold red. All rainbow everything. <laughs> just, like, just the, ra- just the rainbow eyeshadow, rainbow jacket, a couple of rainbow things. Um, talk to us about the shoes. These pumps. Stilettos. Oh, yeah, they're, you were saying red pumps. Red pumps, girl. Hmm. <laughs> Stiletto. Pumps. And the club. <laughs> I can't remember the words after mm, that. I think that's the part that counts the most. Yeah. I just know this, like, I'm rocking stilettos out, and that's my favorite part. <laughs> that's good. That's mm. good. We had a little dance party in the in the little studio room earlier. Yeah. Because of those pumps. Because of those that pumps. Daniel is wearing yes stunting yes. along with a good nice black pants like <laughs> mm. a fashion pants yes like high-waisted high-waisted yeah going which makes sense with you know makes sense with harness. the halter yeah 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 yes and then chains Ooh. on the buckle like he's really going for it we're living that was the part of the outfit that took me <laughs> Cause I was like, I was into it. I was, I was like, hey, Ronald McDonald. Like I was, <laughs> I was feeling it. And then I saw the chains, and I was like, Ronald, <laughs> where have you been hanging out after you get outside of the Ronald McDonald? House? We don't know what Ronald does for fun. Honestly, we I have some ideas now. Look. But it's an edgy look for sure. I mean, it's not. Far from Daniel's brand. Yeah. Daniel is edgy. It's on. It's on. Um, but yeah, no, that one did, that one, like, that did shock me. Yes. It did shock me. I think, it, I think he took some creative liberties that I probably wouldn't have. That? But that's Daniel. That's Daniel. <laughs> and Daniel makes the way. Every time. Every, every time. time. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. final flowers. Flowers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let me give some flowers to Sydney for helping me move. Right. <laughs> Oh for like showing up and moving me all day long. She's yeah. the best and not complaining and just like, you know, keeping me positive. Yeah. Uh flowers to my now ex boss, Paula. <laughs> you can say now ex. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? No. Now's the here. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's too much. Um, <laughs> that's way too much. Um, yes, my ex boss Paula, mm-hmm. she has moved on. Um not to the grave but like 
to a different role. And, like, that was my first, like, um, supervisor of color. Mm -hmm. Um, And she set a very high standard for anybody else who supervises me. I have questions. I have answers. And if you do not align with my answers, mm, you might have to go. Wow. And we just mean, like, leave the organization, not the world. Not the world. Mm. (laughs) Not this life. I mean, Mm. we're not talking about... Mm. Let's not put that on record. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yes. Um but um yeah, I'm going to miss her. She's amazing. Um flowers to my new team. Uh my new job Love at that. People Firm. Now I'm a consultant. That's new. And um and yeah, like they're really they're really supportive. It's a very collaborative environment and I don't feel like I can't take risks because other people are always there to like help support and pick up the pieces if they all fall apart. So it's kind of nice. It's like you can really like go for it and like not not fear like um, failure because there really isn't failure. There's just like a lot of learnings. Exactly. So it's nice. Also, flowers to the homie Joyce Maria. So I just met this really dope person. Not just met them, but like (laughs) they are like do contract work with the Mm -hmm. agency that I work out. Cool, cool. So finds out that Joyce Maria is connected to all of us because Joyce Maria has the same friend group as us because Joyce Maria is a DJ. Of course. And she's going to New York to do a six-week reg- residency. Oh. Um, doing our artist, our artist registry. What else? Residency. There artist residency. And they're, like, dope. And, like, I, I can't wait until they get back so I can go to, like, all their DJ sets. Dope. Like, out here being a black femme. We will like, support. Doing things. We have to support her. That's the only option that we have. That's true. Also, wh- like, real close friends with Ashley Eller said, which I was That's just like, wild. what the fuck? When I found that out, that was, like, what? pressed me <laughs> i was that's like, like <laughs> that's like our whole family and they just left um like um joyce maria just left for the residency um, for, no for yeah today okay so i was just like <laughs> i find out that you're kinfolk and you just leave don't worry she'll come back she will and then that'll be a day to celebrate it will be um any other flowers that i feel like i should give out I mean, it's been a long time, so I'm sure that I'm missing people. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot. I'll do, oh, flowers to Darren for visiting yes! us. That was, that was so good. such a special treat and getting to have lunch and drinks on the same day. On the same day. That's like not <sighs> it was something nice. that I've ever experienced with Darren. I only get one of those opportunities. Darren's a busy man. Yep. He's high in demand. He's high in demand for sure. And it was so, so good. It was so, so nice. It was so <sighs> nice. It really brought our spirits up. And we love when people visit, so please visit us. <laughs> and then shout out. I'm only shouting out people who are leaving me, which is, like, what? dark. That's just, like, <sighs> I mean, Sam. you got to cope somehow. Yeah, Sam Ahmed, our dear friend. We've been talking about this boo for years. Ever, since we Eons. started. We've been talking about him forever. And he has now left us. dancer friend. To go dance in L.A. Like, full time. I'm proud of that bitch. Me too. Because I remember a dinner we had a long time ago where he was like, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to do like pursue this. And I just was like, that's cool. Like we all think of like a couple years out and like to actually see that goal and that like milestone is really dope. Really cool because a lot of things can change in that amount of time. And it mm-hmm. was like, he was steady on that track. He was going to make it happen. I think it's really, that's really fucking yeah. cool. Um. Oh, and then also... Shout out to the Bay, Josh, for Ew. keeping me alive. Um, literally, I feel like keeping you're keeping alive. yourself alive. I am keeping myself alive. And also, he's doing a lot of other things to keep me alive. Like, he works really hard to deal with me. <laughs> I, like, I know I'm a hard like, person to deal with. I was like, you're like, I better bring examples. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so anytime that I'm struggling, mm-hmm. he makes sure that I do self-care. Now, granted, hiking 18 miles through the enchantments. Not a form of self care. I just feel like that that's punishment. Do. I feel very accomplished by the fact that I have done it, and it did get me through the rest of the rest of my life. Like the depression, <laughs> all of a sudden went away when my knees and my feet hurt too bad for me to even think and about you depression. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, depression isn't so bad. That's um, actually true. Me and Christina one time climbed a mountain, and I was like, depression is so much better than this. Because we showed up late, so we were really just trying to book it. And oh, it was God. the most painful experience I've ever had Mm-mm. walking up. <laughs> like, you just keep walking up. I was like, it never stops being up. Because it's, it's no, a mountain. It doesn't stop. It and doesn't I stop. remember thinking, like, yeah, 
the reason I'm so strong right now is because <laughs> I typically deal with depression. Now, this is worse. Nah, this but, is But, like, I feel like I have, like, the ability to keep pushing yeah. because every day is an uphill battle. It is. And when you really be going up that hill, <laughs> like, it, you're like, like, damn, this, this is what it is. This is the uphill battle. Can't have any more. Like... <laughs> That's a thing. Self-care tip of the episode. Oh, we should do those at the end. Self-care tip of the episode. If you Climb really up a mountain. If you really <laughs> want to get through some like strong depressive episodes. Oh yeah. Climb a mountain. Climb a mountain. Climb a mountain. Like do some kind of activity that's like pushing you past your limit. Cause once you get past that limit, the depression is like, Oh. Oh look. Just, you're stronger we're than We're just this. chilling. Let's calm down. Let's just like, let's just sit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, just, let's just sit. Let's just enjoy this nice, simple meal. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's nothing. There's nothing like it. Truly, <laughs> I just I just remember being so depressed before climbing that mountain. Right. And when we came back down, I was like, you know, that's not that bad. No, nah, it's not it's, bad. So, it's fine, actually. There's, like, science behind it. There's something about endorphins and, like, I know, but shit, I think it has to like... do more with the fact that you just be climbing up the uphill battle. Yeah. You be you conquering really... it. You're like, let me just actually, like physically manifest what's happening inside this body and conquer it. Exactly. So, yeah. But anyway, um, no announcements from anything going on. <laughs> Nothing. Out. Nothing. We're just trying to survive. We're just out here thriving like the houseplants that we are. Exactly. Thriving like the houseplants we are. Okay, let's cut it. It's over. Done. Done. Bye. Dropping mics. See y'all later. Ah.